I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, comrades. Comrades. How are we? Zach. Yes. My comrade. My comrade. Welcome (laughs) to the number one George Columbaris fan club and number... It's not numbered. It's so low it doesn't get a number. (laughs) Podcast. When it comes to the chart of podcasts, I have absolutely no idea where we sit. I'm thinking probably top (laughs) ten. Well, that's easy enough. There's only eight podcasts. That's true. So we're at at the very least in the top ten. They're Mark Marin's. Mm -hmm. There, it's Mark Marin has one. Um, Hamish and Andy. Hamish and Andy. No, they've just got their radio show. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> they will sooner or later, I'm sure. No, they're too big for podcasts. Um, <laughs> um, that's all I got. Imagine if we got a radio gig out of this. Oh, oh my God. Imagine. Imagine. I mean, you and me, two lowly theatre students. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine if we, we wouldn't, got a radio gig. Zach, I have a food-related story for you. Oh, go. That's Tell something me. that's happened to me this week and I want to get it off my chest. Yeah, please. Um, Went to the shops and yep. purchased a bunch of different ingredients uh, to make uh, Asian stir-fry yeah, based off last week. Yeah. Um, the stir fry challenges in the show. Uh-huh, yep. uh, the mushroom, I, the Chinese mushroom The Chinese challenge. mushroom stir fry made by the ASMR Scottish Chinese man, <laughs> who I still <laughs> can't stop thinking about. Hey, Mish, I want you to make a, <laughs> so, it was I so want you to make a stir fry. I, I wish I could rewatch that. I wish there was a way that I could rewatch that episode well, just actually, so that I Mish, could have a good old fap. Yes. Let me put that, <laughs> fap that badge. What? <laughs> um, let me put a little flag in that because I want to talk to you about rewatching. Okay, great. Okay, so yeah. we'll talk about that yeah. in a minute. I want to finish my food-based story. Please, please. So um, did my big shop and I left a green bag of different sauces in the backseat of my car. Okay. And I forgot about it because I instead... What's a green bag? Oh, it's kind of... So it's this new thing I'm trying yeah. where it's like a reusable bag. Okay, cool. Um, they are around. Yeah, They're yeah. $44.95. <laughs> Each, um, but I swear I think it's an investment. I think they're going to be huge. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I left the bag in the back seat of my car. Oh no! And then I went for a drive or whatever. Got out of my car. The next day I got back into my car and my car smelled like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why does my car smell like shit? And I looked in the back seat and my bag had fallen over and a bottle of vinegar had spilt mm. in my car. Wow! And my car smells rancid. Yeah, that's a really cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I've just had the, been holding on. No, but then what ended up happening was instead of cleaning it like a normal fucking person, yeah, yeah. I got out of my car and then just chose not to get back into it again for a few days. That's a good move. That's a very um if you're if you if you've only listened to this podcast and you don't know me and Mish personally, which is not many of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hi mum. <laughs> Sorry about my car. <laughs> Um, we, um, we 
That is something that both you and I would do. We've created an echo chamber here because when you say, I spilt vinegar in my car and rather than clean it, I just left my car. <laughs> You're in an echo chamber because I'm going to go, yeah, great, great idea. <laughs> yeah, and what I really need is someone who isn't like Zach and I to tell me that I'm a fucking asshole <laughs> for doing something like that. But anyway, now my car is it's it smells like yeah. a dipping sauce and um I'm not happy with it but that's my food related story for the week um I've got a similar story um the other day I, I last week I needed to get something done um and it was stressing me out a little bit so I just stayed in bed for 3 days yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and <laughs> All right, I don't know why. That's great, perfect. great. Two healthy that. people encouraging <laughs> healthy behaviours. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I support. I think that that sounds perfectly reasonable <laughs> that you would do that. Um, anyway, if anyone out there who is listening to this podcast mm-hmm. has any advice on how to get the smell of vinegar out of your car. Mm-hmm. I know the answer is probably just go and get it, go pay for it to get cleaned. But um, this podcast life, as much money as it is making us. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's full time now. It's my full time gig. We're not making a huge amount of money, but we are. I mean, obviously there's the recording that you hear. There's the hour that you hear, mm-hmm. but that is drawn from four hours of recordings. Mm-hmm. And then there's a good few days of editing. Yeah. And just research. Well. Yeah. Like just research, and there aren't a lot of books out yet about MasterChef, and obviously no. we're waiting for that because how else would you research something? There's, there's you know, it's becoming very popular. The show, mm. uh, it's getting big numbers at the moment. The fifth most popular show really? in the country. Really, I, yeah. I didn't realize it had to- uh, broken the top ten. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's no. huge. That's uh, it's getting bigger than the Saturday Night Football. That's that's probably higher ratings. Sam Neill is shaking in his wait, not Sam Neill. Sam <laughs> Sam Newman. Newman. Not Sam Neill. He's oh, the guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I feel like um, I'd like to think Sam Neill's envious too, though. Like, well, Sam Neill, yeah. <laughs> if Sam Neill knew, and I'm sure he does, um, he would have given up the pianist and decided to pop onto this podcast. The pianist. Yeah, the pian the oh not the pianist the piano. piano. Yeah. The pianist is a movie that was recently released with Adrian Brody. It has yeah. been released. He he um he uh kissed Halle Berry without her consent when <laughs> without when she won when he won. And award. as it's two thousand and nine, and only because it's two thousand <laughs> only because it's two thousand and nine. That's, Charming. That's fine. <laughs> Charming. How, positively. Yeah. <laughs> How cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love two thousand and nine. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, anyway, let's jump straight into it, I reckon. Yeah, because uh, I can't be fucked this going too long. <laughs> We've, we had a short discussion before we started recording about how all of these podcasts are so long. They're going um, for too long. Which is, again, kind of very similar to just how Zach and I converse. Yeah. Like, we just speak for too long. <laughs> Generally speaking, like Zach and I tend to just talk a bit when, too much. When so. you don't have, you need a person to go, okay, bye. Zach and I are in desperate need of a mediator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump straight into it. We're on week five, part one. Um, I can't believe we've already hit week five. What, no, it, a, what a beautiful it, place to be. It's flown by. Um, you would think at this point you'd be sick of watching MasterChef. Yeah, and we're not though because Mm-mm. it's this brand new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. If it weren't, no. um, I would, and if, if, if it weren't a brand new phenomenon, 
I would be deeply concerned about how much more MasterChef I have to watch. If I, say, had a DVD box set of MasterChef and I was re-watching it all, mm -hmm. I'd be sick of it now. Yeah, but you don't. And that's not I the don't. current climate. And we're just excited to be here. Sorry, before we go into the episodes, Mish, I wanted to tell you, um, you can now rewatch episodes on www.masterchef.com.au. Really? I saw it in the credits of an episode a few days ago. I haven't been on the website myself. Oh, my um, God. But that's the platform. Um, because obviously things like YouTube are more for like funny little short videos of dogs and stuff. Yeah. But you can go on masterchef.com.au and you can re-watch an episode. Oh, my God. How about that? What? That's life-changing. How about that? I often think to myself, I've got all this free time between yeah. watching MasterChef and, yeah. and just and sleeping and thinking about my feelings. Mm, yeah. And I could just fill that those spare hours with more MasterChef. You just re-watch MasterChef. That doesn't make me feel panicked at all. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm usually with a pad and pen uh, writing notes as I watch MasterChef mm -hmm. because it's work for me now. Of course. Because it's important that these podcasts are... You robust. are all... In, all you listeners are entertained by MasterChef. Zach and I, this is research. This is work for This us. is work for us. And that's the thing. You know what they say? You know, turn what you love into your work and you never have to work, work another day in your life. If you love what you work, then you'll work till you love forever. And, that's, and what they say is if you love to work... Only when the work, the working what you love is mm. when you do it. And let me just say one more thing <laughs> yeah, really please. quickly. If you're going to love, mm. it might as well be for the work that you love. Yeah. But don't think about working if you're loving the work that you used to love. Yeah. Because work, that's love. Um, I, if you would, if you would um, humor me for just a moment, Michelle. Um, you know what they say, work is but your love wrapped up in work but if you love your love and turn that to work mm. then love and work is both love and work Zach you have no idea how much I needed to hear that it's very important to hear that so and you know wait wait oh please I heard that Zach <laughs> and you know what what I loved that wow I loved that. And that happened at work. At work, <laughs> which is this. We're working right now. How cool is that? Fuck. <laughs> that was good. Put that on a fucking T-shirt. Um, okay. So anyway, let's start, shall we? Let's get, we um, started in the house. So, yep. Cunts were making cereal. <laughs> yeah. Loved, loved that part. I, I will like to say that I can officially state that Mystery box is my favorite part of the week. Yeah. It's definitely my favorite part of the week because much like the contestants on the show, when the ingredients are revealed, mm. I shit myself. Yeah. Um, it's a really exciting time. You don't know what's going to be in there. Mm -hmm. And this week, what a fucking array. Wow. We had a red snapper. Now, not just a fillet of fish, no. the whole fish. The whole goddamn Now, fish. if you're if you've got a weak belly. That might be very confronting. Yeah. An entire fish. We've also got chili. Woo. Jesus. Woo. Cool, Woo. Hot, spicy. Um, potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Eggs. Yeah. And beer, which they called ale. 
Did they? They called it ale. Um, it was beer. That. So we've got fish and we have potatoes. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel like they were trying to push a certain thing with fish and potatoes. Fish and potatoes and beer. And beer. Have you heard of a thing called beer batter? Well, I have now. Well, you know. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Don't add, why you why we both watched the same episode. I don't know if you know this about me, Mish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit of a foodie. Love my food. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing mi- meat and three veg about you, no, Zach. No, sir. Yeah. No, sir. And I don't know if you know this about me, Zach, yeah. but I love fish. You love fish. I love eating fish. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, we Let's keep going. We're both tired. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Here's the thing. We could fight that tiredness or we could embrace it. That's the beauty of the podcast medium. Come with us, audience, <laughs> Yeah, as two people lose their fucking minds. <laughs> there is genuinely a certain point in this where I don't know how Zach and I are keeping this up. <laughs> yeah, I hit the wall about 10 minutes before the end of the last one. Yeah, there was a certain point in the last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, feel free to go back and listen to it, where Zach and I just, without saying it, just had this complete realisation that we don't know how we're going to get through this. How, how, <laughs> how the joke ran out after episode three. <laughs> joke? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Zach, don't get No joke, MasterChef is a na- national phenomenon. Um, so Gary said something very interesting. He said that the mood in the room had shifted mm. and that everyone had stepped it up yeah. and he felt that. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but so did I. There seemed to be less panic. There were mm. less people saying, I don't know what to do. There was less sweet chilli going into carbonara sauce. You mm, know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, Ex- honey. <laughs> you got that. Um, so, yeah, people started cooking with the fish. Do you know what? I don't think there was a single fish and chips. Is that fair to say? Uh, no, there was. Oh, there was. There was a, a fish and chips. I think, didn't Trevor make a fish and chips? Maybe. One of them made a fish and chips. But um, everyone else didn't make a fish and chips. No. Um, what I, I noticed was a very brave pattern of people cooking a whole fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I wouldn't know how to tackle that. Well, I, I Tackle would... that. Ah! <laughs> One thing I will say, and this is really for, I reckon one listener is going to get this joke. One thing I would say, Mish, is um, I I think that's always going to play well. To cook the whole fish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I just say, I get that joke. If you get that joke. Fucking come on board this podcast because we need you. This is for you. Now, let's reiterate. Zach and I believe <laughs> that on the medium of MasterChef, yes. it will always be a good idea. There will never come a time in any future season. No, it's always going to be a good idea to cook a whole fish. <laughs> now, let me remind you, Zach and I are diehard MasterChef <laughs> fans. No one else we know loves this show as much as us. So if you understand what we're saying. Shoot us a DM. <laughs> And we'd like just and come on board because that is get a on fucking, board the party. That is a niche as fuck <laughs> reference. So, um, yeah. Is anyway, it, why is why why is that? In a, it's two thousand nine. It's two thousand. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there was so there was people cooking the whole fish. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate really stupidly was making a veget 
vegetarian samosa. Yeah, that was an odd choice. So that she had meat and she was choosing not to use it. Which seems uh, like if if, they, if this show has taught me anything, mm-hmm, mm. it's that there's no such thing as a dish without meat in it. Oh, clearly. What was she thinking? Yeah. She could have made a fish samosa. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what was going through my mind. Neither did Gary or George. Even they said that's a, that's a brave. I think they referred to it as brave. Yeah. And I think by brave, they meant fucking dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Just dumb. I, it's, I, I'm pretty sure the mystery box, the challenge is to take the ingredients and make a meal, not a salad. <laughs> Uh, it's 2009 for all of yes. And it's 2009. Um, um, can I, I, okay. So mm-hmm. now has come a time. Where I would really like to address something. Please. Um, and the subject is bullying. Mm. What has Aaron done wrong? <laughs> okay, so for anyone who either hasn't watched this show or hasn't listened to this podcast before, Aaron's a kid who at the start of the process came in being really into molecular gastronomy, mm-hmm. which is where you take a food you mash it up, distort it completely, and turn it back into its food again. Mm-hmm. Essentially, That's the description. Yeah, it is the in the style of a place I've since learnt uh, of, of a place called Al Bulli, which is still open. Great. Yep. Um, <laughs> Anya and um, uh, Aaron was told off for being really into molecular gastronomy because they said you need to walk before you can run. Mm-hmm. But ever since that moment, no matter what he does, the judges just seem to want to pick on him. Mm-hmm. And did. they said at one point, uh, I think George asked, no, Gary asked George, so who is it that you're, uh, that you're a bit concerned about in this whole mystery box? Like who are you a bit concerned about? And George scoffed and just went, oh, well, you know. I'm a little bit worried about Aaron. And Gary was like, yeah, me too. And he goes, yeah, but who is it? I think the whole country's worried about Aaron. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm I'm worried that that you're that you're maybe picking on him a bit. But because it was George that said it, yeah. I instantly go, well, then what what did Aaron do? It How must did be he coming hurt you, from George? a place of love. Yeah. Uh, a place of love and positivity. But um, have you picked up on that as well? That they don't care for Aaron. Yeah. No, yes. I think ever since Aaron, so Aaron did the molecular gastronomy and they weren't crazy about that, but there was a particular challenge many, many weeks ago where Aaron went into the kitchen. They like sent him into the pantry and he could choose, he, he had a minute to choose things and he was able to choose 10 things. And he, I think he did one piece of meat, uh, some balsamic and like he had four ingredients and that was it. And he was like, I'm going to make this. And then they're like, this is shit. This is just meat and balsamic vinegar. And ever since then, they've, they've picked on him. Yeah. And that was the it, moment that broke them, I think. Yeah. Well, I th- he seems like a bit of a broken man. At he, the has, he has not confident. We'll jump ahead because mm-hmm. they said his, George said, are you, were you going to talk about this? What's that? George said that his pie that he made was weirdly nice. Yeah. Like, and yeah, he's like, it's real salty, but it's weirdly nice. And which is kind of like giving him a hug and then putting a f- hammer to his kneecaps. And Aaron was just like, oh, I'll take it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll, you know, it's nice. I want Julie, Julie Goodwin, who's the mum. Yes. She, yeah, 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 that yeah, one. Yeah. I just wanted to give him a big hug. Mm. Just get, a, get him all up in those booze. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't say that. But yeah, but can. I can. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to give a big hug all up in the boozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just make you can say booze, but I can't say booze. You, I don't think it's appropriate for you to refer to Julie Goodwin's booze. <laughs> no, but you can. Yeah, why? Because you're because a lady. I have booze. Well, you Zach, can say, say that. It. Mish, Zach, say I it. Say, say Mish, that. you have booze. Mish, I can't say that you have booze. <laughs> I want you to say it, Zach. Mish. You know whether or not you've got buzz. Yeah, but I would like you to acknowledge. I'd like you to wait, wait, Zach. Mish. For the first, shut up. For the first time in our ten-year friendship. Yeah. I want you Mish. to acknowledge my buzz. Mish, I. It's not my place to talk about your buzz. Now. I'm lonely, Zach. <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> Look, Zach, I'm if short you've of noticed, begging you. If you've noticed Mish's booze, <laughs> shoot her a DM. Guys, I give you full permission <laughs> to acknowledge my booze. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Chris, Chris also say so Chris is the guy, the meat guy. Meat guy. He um he didn't use the beer, so here's what happened with Chris. And I'm gonna do this voice, even though this isn't Chris's Chris, voice. Because Chris actually talks like this. Chris is much more monotone, but then every once in a while we'll do like an upwards inflection if he's being a bit sassy. <laughs> Chris is like, um, so I picked up the mystery box and there was beer and I actually work in beer. So as you can imagine, I was very excited. I'm pumped full of adrenaline. I've got tats on my arm. I wear a hat even though I'm not bald. And I've been a bit sad the last couple of weeks since the, uh, (laughs) anyway, so Chris, (laughs) Chris, um, he saw the beer and he was so excited. And then the judges came up to him and they're like, what are you cooking? What are you doing? And what was he doing? He was doing like a fish. No. What was he doing? Like, what did he cook? I don't know. Some fish fucking thing. And then um, and they were like, oh, you're not using the beer? He's like, no, I'm going to drink the beer. <laughs> yeah, and then they all kind of looked at him like, really? He was like, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to drink the beer. And then there was a point where everyone else, he finished early, right? Yeah, which he, is also something he seems to do a lot. He yeah. seems to finish heaps before everybody else. So he finished his dish. Everyone else was rushing around and there was just this shot of him and I, I'm starting to learn since Survivor that shows like this can be, a, and since uh, America's Next Top Model, shows like this can be a little bit edited. They can be a little bit, you know, tuned. But that shot, there was a shot of him drinking a beer and I have never felt a, du- a greater darkness in my soul for <laughs> another man. I'm just going to drink my this beer. You might use this beer for your batter, but I'm going to drink it in my tum. You must have been real pissy then when about half an hour later. Oh. Oh. So flashing forward now, half an hour later, he is cooking for the next challenge. And they were like, oh, what are you going to cook? And he kind of explained what he was going to cook. And they went, oh, what are you going to use the cheese for? And what did he say, Zach? Um, that's just for me to eat. <laughs> so while he was cooking his meal, he was also just eating cheese with crackers. <laughs> Why was he using this show to just, <laughs> just to show not have catering? <laughs> it 
kids is just Do they not have catering? Although, brilliant though. Like there's an entire pantry in there. You've got full access. If you if you don't need all ten ingredients, yeah. that, that's the amount there. If you only need nine ingredients, grab some cheese. <laughs> that's what Chris has taught me. If Chris has taught me anything, I'm taking that one with me. I think he's taught a few people some things, but we'll get into that later. So Mish, um, also I'd just like to add really quickly that yeah. Sandra um made a ceviche. Now we've gone back and forth, being that it's 2009 and we're all very new to food and, and what's good and what's not. Mm-hmm. We're struggling a lot on on when it's good for food, meat to be raw and bad for meat I'm to be raw. I'm so confused. Mm, and this episode threw me right out. I thought we were back on, after the raw chicken fiasco, mm-hmm. I thought we were back on Cooked. raw Raw is bad, cooked is good. Yes. But there was a lot of raw food yeah. going around. So apparently yeah. Sandra invented this thing mm-hmm. called a ceviche. 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 <laughs> and she invented it. Yeah. And basically she chopped up some fish mm-hmm. and cooked it in lemon juice. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying put it on a pan. Inside lemon She didn't yeah. boil she, she, it There in was lemon no heat. Juice. There was no heat. She took a lemon. Yeah. She hollowed out a lemon, put in yeah. some chopped fish, poured lemon juice on top of it, and the fish cooked. Now, this is witchcraft. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is in, like, and I don't know how she knew to do that, but they were wildly impressed. She didn't win. No. But they were wildly impressed. Um, um, and I just thought that that was something to note that I didn't know you, but if you don't have access to a gas stove cooker or a, um, you know, an electric oven, you can cook meat with lemons. You can cook any meat with any, lemons. That's what I've learned from this. So is you can cook a three-course meal with lemons. With using citrus. So Mish right now, if you because you can't see if you're just listening, mm. Mish right now is eating chicken cooked I'm with not... lemon. <laughs> um actually I'm cooking tofu. Ah, with lemon. Yeah. I'm eating chicken Which, cooked with lemon. Which, can I just lemon. say, I would just like to say it's 2009, mm-hmm. but I would also like to encourage people to try tofu because it's quite good. Just, <laughs> I'd just, just like to encourage it. I've never had it before. I'm trying it for the first time. I still eat meat. But um, this tofu being thing, 2009. being 2009, I still eat meat. The but joke is Mish is a vegan in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> just for clarity. Yeah, um, it's 2009. <laughs> but it's 2009. And I've tried tofu and, mm. hey, I ain't hating on it. You ain't hating on it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. We have to move on. So uh, they so all they, oh, go. No, nah, please, you. So they all finished up their fish dishes mm-hmm. and um, they brought them forward. They chose five this time instead of three to try. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not many of note. I do want to say that um, Matt said of one dish, hmm. It's slightly fishy, slightly chilly, slightly gingery. And I was like, you've just listed the three things you gave them. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. That's you've just good. gone, mmm, it's slightly. They also picked Julie's to try, which looked like just plain fish in piss. Did you notice that? Yeah, it did look like she fish made a, in piss. She made a fish broth and then there was like some fish that she'd boiled that she put in it and they said it was quite good, but it looked like piss fish. It did look like fish in piss. <laughs> yeah. Who and, won? 
um, Tom won with his whole fish that, that George played with like a toy. Do you yeah, he was like, I was like, Jaws, dude. Yeah, so, he, so Tom served his whole fish um, upright. So it looked like the fish was like, you know, swimming. Mm-hmm. And then George went, oh, no, it looks like George. <laughs> and then like played with it like it was Jaws the shark. Jaws the shark. And it was just the, is that, was that the name of the shark? No, no. I don't know the name of the shark. I always thought that the name of the shark was Jaws. No, it probably is Jaws. I wish I had access to a PC. To I look wish that I'd up. seen the movie. I Have haven't you not seen, seen Jaws. I've never seen Jaws. Oh, it's a great film. You should check it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'd, in my head, just then went, "Is it out yet?" Like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I say in this podcast, I have to second guess just in case it's something that hasn't happened in the last ten fucking years. <laughs> anyway, so Tom won with his whole fish. They quite liked that. Um, um, and then he went into the pantry. He had to pick uh, for a French theme. Mm-hmm. So we've got a French theme now. We had Chinese. Now we've got French. And he had to choose between cheese, sweet pastry, and beef. And Tommy Boy chose the beef. Mm-hmm, of course. Wanted to cook with the beef. And everyone was quite happy about that because they were like, oh, is Tom going to It's not like someone? mushrooms. Like when, when Poe picked mushrooms, there were people that knew how to Make a meal out of mushrooms and there were people that didn't. Everyone knows how to cook beef. Mm. So people were like, great. Great. We can cook with beef. Um, And by, of course, cook with beef, some people chose not to cook the beef. And now I'm all confused again because Chris the meat guy is making a steak tartare. Now, if you're anything like me, you thought tartare was a sauce that you put with your fish and chippies Mm -hmm. when you're down the morning. Tartare was for the last challenge. What? Tate was for the fish challenge. Yeah, for the fish challenge. Not for this challenge. No, but he's made. So I was like, what What do you mean he's making a steak with tartare sauce? No. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, 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 no. A steak tartare is a French dish made up of thinly diced steak yep. with an egg yolk on top. Raw egg yolk on a raw steak, no cooking. But with some toast soldiers. Little toast soldiers. It's like I was back at Nana's. Or or back at the challenge three weeks ago where Poe made soldiers. Remember when Poe made little cheesy toast soldiers? Yeah, and they were quite successful. Yeah. If you don't remember, listener, you're a cunt. (laughs) It was a week ago. But you can go onto that website and rewatch it. You can rewatch it. Um, so George said at the top of this challenge, he said, bring us something beautiful, yeah? Um, which a few people were pretty thrown by that because I think there was a few people intending on making something gross and not beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to get in on this one real quick. Mm-hmm. So as everyone's cooking their different steak dishes, and let's be honest, majority of people were just cooking steak. So many sauce. people just cooked a steak with a mushroom sauce. Yeah, like, like that was gen- – so how many people are left? Like Fifteen, yeah, aroundabouts. About thirteen <laughs> of them were steak with mushroom sauce. Yeah, it was fucked. Um, it was it was insanity. But five minutes before everyone had to put the knives down and like the mm-hmm. dishes had to be complete, George stands up and there's a camera angle that's kind of looking up at him and he just screams, 
Guys! 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 Cook like you're going to save the world! Cook like you're going to save the world. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> my God. Do you know my? Uh, I was watching with my partner. Um, she doesn't really watch Master Chef, but um, when I'm sitting and watching every fucking episode, <laughs> she just happened to watch a bit, and she said, "George probably shouldn't do similes." <laughs> <laughs> um, which I didn't understand because I love George and I love his similes. Your partner sounds like a bitch. <laughs> Your partner sounds like a real boy. How could you say? I said that to her. I said, do you know who you're talking about? Did you break up? Uh, we didn't break up, but I really had to have quite a firm word with her because I said to her, I said, you're not talking about uh, Matt Preston here. You're not talking about Gary here. You're talking about, imagine if I walked into a room and said, oh, Mahatma Gandhi can't do X or... Yeah. Mahatma uh, Gandhi can't do similes. Yeah, Mah- oh, Mahatma Gandhi isn't very good at similes or, um, or you know. Nelson Mandela yeah, isn't Nel- very good at similes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Oprah. Oprah isn't very good at similes. Tony you, you Robbins. Tony Robbins, who's a good man. It's 2009. <laughs> no, 2009. 2009. Can't do similes. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> 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 um, oh. And yeah, so I had a firm word with her and she understood. She said, okay, I won't be going for George again. George is a good man. Yeah. I'm He's... glad you had a firm word with you. You lay down the law in your house. Zach. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, it wasn't like that. Anyone who knows Zach's partner knows that she wouldn't put up with that shit. So it's, <laughs> it's very, very clear the dynamic of their relationship. Um, um Oh, okay. So Matt Preston ate. Oh, do you know why? Can I just bring it up? She actually didn't say it about the cook like you're going to save the world because mm. it's happened. He said cook like you're going to save the world. I took a note. Mm-hmm. I took a note. It was later on when they were tasting the dishes when he said, oh, this is a mess. It's like Luna Park on a hot day. Yeah, what the fuck was that? That's when she said he needs to pull back on the similes. No, okay. I don't agree with her because I love George, <laughs> but fair. <laughs> Like, Look, I honestly, I don't agree with her yeah. because George is a good man. Yeah, but what but she she's said was, right. yeah, yeah, I don't agree with her at all because George is a beautiful, wonderful soul mm-hmm. and a beautiful representation of this country and, and the culinary industry. But your your girlfriend is correct. <laughs> because George is bad at similes. Yes. But I don't agree with her. <laughs> yeah, I want to make that very clear that I don't agree with her, but bang on. <laughs> George um, is the next Gough Whitlam. Wow, big statement from you. He is he is the greatest thing that has happened yeah. to Australia ever. Yeah. Put it this way. If Rosa Parks mm-hmm. stayed it hadn't have stayed seated, yeah. George would have done it by now. Yeah, he would have jumped in and he would have said, "Yeah. This um, is not this isn't okay. Hey, this isn't okay, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> what I can sit where I want on a bus, yeah? <laughs> That's what would have happened. Yeah. Um okay, so I want to make a quick note of this. Um, Poe served up her food and Matt ate it and then he knocked on the table. He did. And Poe went, Matt knocked on the table and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. It's um, kind of becoming his touchdown. Maybe. But um, I'd just like to take note that I got to see Matt knock on the table for the first time. He hasn't, I don't know if he'll ever do it again, but it was kind of nice to see him do it for the first. I'm, I'm grabbing at anything really to get from these episodes. Um, the other thing I want to note is uh, when um, 
when Chris came forward, Mm -hmm. Chris who drank a beer and had some cheese, Mm. he came forward and he said, I'm walking past and everyone's cooked a steak. And I thought in this moment he was going to be really genuine and say, everyone's cooked a steak. And you know what? I see that I've done something a little different and I'm confident. Mm -hmm. But he goes, everyone's cooked a steak. And I think, what have I done? What have I done? Mm. Like, dude, come on. Mm -hmm. Come on, mate. You know that you've done a good thing. I'm letting you run with that because I'm letting you have that because I can feel that you have feelings (laughs) about Chris. It was the beer shot. Yeah. What was it? The beer shot. Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe you've got beef with Chris. Do you (laughs) want Yes, let me tell you, I've got beef with Chris and I'm going to take it up with him because the stakes have Uh, gone up a notch. Yeah, and I guess at the end of the day, like if he was up in your face, you'd just want to be like, oh, ta-ta. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Get out of here. Uh, I would definitely think, oh, beef, steak and ta-ta. So um, he went up. And then Matt said something along the lines of really nice dish. And then he goes in his interview segment, he goes, um, and Matt said, and Matt said, um, really good job on my dish, which is pretty great because he doesn't say that very often, except for the seven other times he said it in <laughs> that <laughs> session. <laughs> Matt likes all food. I think Matt ever like doesn't like anything. Um, all right. So who won? Uh, Chris won, Meat although boy. they were a bit confusing because they, they called up, instead of calling up the <laughs> bottom and the top, they called up the seven middle people. Yeah. And then uh, Sarah, who is wonderful and will not be going anywhere, was a bit weird because, like, instead of just saying, you're all safe, she was she really fucked it up. Yeah, she, she did. It was she, a very awkward moment. She brought forward seven people and then was like, now, all seven of you are here to stay, but you've not won, but you're here to stay. <laughs> it was really strange. And they all went away. Chris won. And the bottom three were Sam the hat guy not Sam wearing a hat. Sam skinny little hat guy who was in the Kitty Mafia. He was in the Kitty Mafia. Um, Trevor, who is this, the guy who dressed up as a mariner. <laughs> yeah, he, was it a friendly, yeah, friendly Navy man. He's friendly Navy man. And Tom, who is the guy who made the made the Jaws fish. Uh, so they were in the bottom three. So he, even though he chose the beef, he fucked up. Yeah. Um, Sarah said, you've got an anxious 24 hours ahead of you, which makes me think that they don't start filming until tomorrow at the time they finished filming today. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the countdown was on. Uh, and then we went to the next episode. Next couple of episodes were pretty simple, uneventful affairs. Well, there was a big plot twist that there you're missing was, out on but here. we're going to skip right over to that, I think, more or less. <laughs> Someone wants to make sure this podcast is under 45 minutes. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Okay. They revealed the dish. So Sam, Trevor, and Tom go into the elimination. Mm -hmm. They all have to cook the same dish. Yep. The the dish is revealed to be a sticky date pudding. Now, we've all enjoyed a sticky date pudding Uh, from time to time. God knows I have it at the pub sometimes. I even once got the Sarah Lee one. Sarah Lee one, yep. it in the microwave. Yeah, exactly. If you go your frozen food section near your frozen peas and your frozen chicken cordon bleu, Mm -hmm. you will see frozen... Sticky date puddings. I thought this is going to be pretty easy. Yeah. They've just got to cut it up and put it in the microwave yeah, you for would 35 think, seconds. You would think that 
cooking sticky date pudding is easy. It turns out that it's quite easy um, because all three of them did fine. They did really they quite all, well. No one fucked up. Everything went to plan. Um, I will say about the calling down from the balcony bit. Okay. So as the three contestants are cooking, mm-hmm. all the other contestants who weren't in the bottom three are on the balcony looking Which over Which is a bit them. of a trope of that's how they shoot it, I think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and Kate is like yelling down at Sam saying, mate, cook it like this. Make sure you put this in there and, oh, make sure you cook it for this long. That's looking a bit too burnt. That's looking just about right. Take it out of the blah, blah, blah. And then you flash over to Poe who's talking to Tom and she's kind of whispering to him and she's like, Tom, make sure that Not you- even to Tom, just to someone next to her, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like in this dull whisper, like, I think Tom's going to – Tom." Tom really needs to do it like this and blah, blah, blah. And then you flash over to like Sandra and Sandra's like looking at Trevor and Trevor fucked something up and she just turns to the person next to her and said, I think Trevor fucked that up. But meanwhile, Kate, who is the dessert queen, is screaming at this boy, Sam. She's like, take it off the heat, take it off the heat. Like like she's the one cooking it. Like he was simply just a like a puppet for her. There's no consistency in the rules from the yelling out from the... No no rules, seemingly. Yeah, they're just all standing up on a mezzanine, just with no rules. There's it's no, very, it's very Lord the of mezz- the Flies. <laughs> the mezzanine uh, in the MasterChef kitchen is like the West of America in the 1800s. Mm. It's a lawless, a lawless place where, where no, no rules and no order mm. exists. <laughs> it's- so dramatic. Um, um, I'd also like to just make note that I believe it was Gary who made a comment on just a bunch of lads cooking dessert. Uh, yes. God, those boys were a bit worried. They were like, me cooking dessert, but I'm a boy. Yeah. It was very much there was an air of like, oh, God, I've got to do some baking. Even Sam, who like, let's be honest, mate, like, you ain't butch. Like, <laughs> like he was just like, oh, saw that it was a pudding. And I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, I've got to cook a pudding. Mate. Like, come on. I also want to say they really tried to play the drama of this pudding, right? But I just want to say that um, uh, it's an hour-long challenge and they had to get the pudding – and the puddings took 40 minutes to cook in the oven. So they had to get the puddings in the oven with 40 minutes to go and then they had 40 minutes to do some praline and some sauce. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. The – that – 40 minutes in the oven is a long, it was a very leisurely cook. They could have just grabbed a bloody beer and had one with meat guy. <laughs> there was one point where where Trevor, I think, accidentally made his praline with brown sugar instead of caster sugar mm. and um, was like, oh, no. And then thro- and they were playing for the drama. Yeah, they were like, like, oh, no. this is a real big fuck up for Trevor. But he just like put it in the bin and made a new one with white sugar. Yeah, he had was- 40 minutes to do it. Yeah. Very easy dish. I would say so. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like you would think it's easy and you'd be right. You'd be it absolutely is easy. right. It is easy. It didn't even look, everything was the same colour. It didn't even look that nice. The only challenge was that the praline had to be crunchy and the cake had to be moist. God, they said, two words they said a lot today, <laughs> moist and pudding. Yeah. <laughs> I think they said pudding. It's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. I think it's a very good show dramatically, but it is very hard to buy into the drama mm. when when someone says pudding. <laughs> They're like, you know what? 
I think I might be going home because of this pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, you were getting a lot of help from Kate there. Was this your pudding? <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, but also just, it's just sparked my interest, the word moist. Mm. I would say that it's universally the least favourite word of most people. Like, mm, I think it's the most mm. unpopular word in the English language for a lot of people. Mm. It's not for me. I don't mind the word moist. Mm. Um, I'm, I don't love it. Mm. Like, let's let's be very clear. Like, I don't love the word moist. Yeah. Um, just because I, you know, don't mind feet doesn't mean I have a fetish. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear, I don't, I, hear I don't hate the word moist. I don't love the word moist. You have a foot fetish, though. <laughs> No, I don't. That's my point. Right. Like I don't I don't have a foot fetish. Do I'm just saying that fetish? I don't I don't care for feet. I don't care about okay. I don't hate them though. You know how a lot of people hate feet? Yeah, so so you have a foot fetish? No, or, I'm saying so do you have a foot fetish or do you hate feet? I'm trying to get okay, some clarity Okay, but that's here. what I mean. It's like yeah. there can be a middle ground. No, nah, I think feet are gross. Yeah, but that's right. Most yeah. a lot of people do think feet but are gross. You, you want to you want you want to you want to fuck someone's feet. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, you hate feet. Yeah. You Most people hate the word moist. Mm-hmm. I don't mind feet. I don't mind the word moist. Yeah. That doesn't mean I want to fuck feet and get moist tattooed on me somewhere. Like, okay, sure. there's a middle ground there. Okay. What I'm trying to say... Is that you have a foot fetish. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, Sorry. Uh, Sorry. I think ointment is a far worse word. Ointment is an awful word. Ointment is... Do you want an even worse word? Yeah. Wait for it. An even worse mm-hmm. word. So ointment's gross. Yeah. Panties. Yeah, panties is awful. Panties makes me want to fork myself in the eye. Yeah, panties is awful. I also hate puma. Puma, like the animal. Yeah, like the animal or the clothing brand. Puma. It sounds like pube, Mm -hmm. but I don't mind pube. I don't love it, Mm -hmm. but it's like pube, but puma. (laughs) Yeah. I just hate the sound of the word puma. Yeah, that's not a great word. Not because of context. I love the animal, a graceful, beautiful animal. Puma. But the word puma. Yeah, it's not great, is it? No. I also want to note that um, Gary pronounced praline as praline and George uh, pronounced caramel as caramel. (laughs) Yeah, George has got some weird shit. I mean, he's correct in what he says because he's George. We love George. But he did say caramel. Um, um, okay, basically, uh, all three of them got through. What a plot twist. What a plot twist. Because they all cooked an identical pudding because the pudding they had was- had 40 minutes. They had a really fucking long time to cook what was an incredibly simple dish. The one person that was likely to fuck it up had his best friend cooking it for him from the- <laughs> From the mezzanine. Um, and, um, I will want to, I do want to state really quickly though, that when um, the three contestants w- went back to the house and everyone was waiting for them, when they revealed that all three of them were coming back, Poe said- I was willing for someone to go and it was Sam. Yeah, it was this amazing way. And like, because Poe po has really kept her dignity in this series. She's yeah. very cool, very calm, collected. And she literally, I've never really had an issue with Sam, but something's going on there because she was literally like, I loved the way it played. She was just like, um, very cool, very just mm. like. I've got to be honest, there is someone I wanted to go home. And I was like, oh, very admirable that you're not going to say who. She's like, there is someone I wanted to go home. It was Sam. Yeah, it was was exactly like. And the thing is, Poe has been perfectly inoffensive. Yeah. The entire show. She's cooked fairly good food. Yeah. Um, She just kind of, she's the, for those of you who don't know, she is the beautiful Malaysian woman that Mm -hmm. George encouraged so heavily at the start to be part of the top 20. Um. 
perfectly inoffensive and then just snapped and has basically said, I fucking hate Sam. <laughs> like that is that so is So did Aaron. Sorry? So did yeah, Aaron. Well yeah, but I think Aaron hates everyone who's involved in the show at this point. <laughs> He's contractually obliged to stay. But the guy is being bullied relentlessly from all angles. <laughs> Um, All right, so next episode comes along and it's Meat Guy and he's cooking against the professional chef. And for the first time, what do we see? We see a female professional chef. And it made me very happy. That's great. It made me feel like, you know what, one day I could do this. I can't play AFL. No. I can't play football professionally. And you never will be able to. And I will never be able to because it's a man's sport. It's a man's game. Because it's 2009. 2009. (laughs) It's a man's sport. But I can be a chef if I want to be. God damn it. And you know what? There's a a one in, there's a 3% chance you can be a director as well. Yeah, love that. (laughs) And sure, you know, even as a head chef, I will still be greeted with a kiss rather than a handshake. But you know what? I'll fucking take it. Um, So he's cooking against someone named Alex Herbert, Mm -hmm. who owns a very popular high-end restaurant that's never going to shut down (laughs) called Bird Cow Fish. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks delicious. Now, yeah, you love the sound of that. You're like, see, I saw your eyes because it's 2009. I saw your eyes. You were like, they were saying the name because we were watching this one together and and they said bird and you're like, yum. Yeah, I eat those. Bird Cow. You're like, yum. Yum. I eat that. And they're like, fish. And you're like, Yum. I ate that too. I was like, like, those are three things I thoroughly enjoy you, to consume. You you said to me, um, they should rename it Yum, Yum, Yum. <laughs> yeah, they might as well just rename it Misha's fucking choice restaurant. Yeah. Because I I love eating those those things mm. in 2009. Of course, in 10 years' time, if you were to ask me, would, you, would I like to consume bird, cow or fish? Yeah. My answer would be absolutely not. No. But as it's 2009. And there's no real, it's a very niche thing to be a vegan. There's some vegetarians. Mm. Yes. What's a vegan? Lisa, Lisa episode. What's a vegan? It's like a vegetarian, but they also don't eat cheese. Oh, my God. How could you? How could you not eat cheese? They sound crazy. Anyway, uh, so they have to cook a gnocchi. And a gnocchi, I mean, some of you may have been to La Porchetta, had yourself a gnocchi before. I'd I'd never heard of it. I had. Okay. Um, A gnocchi is like a potato-based pasta. They're delicious. What, like a dumpling? Yeah. 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 I had a big, um, this is a story that doesn't work because uh, Auntie Donna was formed in 2011, but whatever. I had a big argument with Mark and Auntie Donna about whether gnocchi was a uh, a pasta or a dumpling once. What did he say? He said a dumpling. Well, he's the Italian, so she's correct. And I said, it's pasta, it's pasta. I was a real cunt about it. We're on tour, so it was all, I was a real cunt about it. I was like, it's pasta, it's pasta, it's pasta. And then I Googled it on my phone, again, something that's easier in the future. And that was a dumpling. It's very much a dumpling. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd believe the Sicilian man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so they cooked this gnocchi and Chris did actually a very, very good job. Mm. Um, but it was very, very clear this time around that the professional chef was helping the contestant less. Yeah. Had almost the same amount of time as them to cook and to prepare and to do all of that. Um, because let's remember that last week... Julia Jenkins got through, beat the professional chef and is now through to finals week. And, I suspect and it's almost as if they've regretted this, it, this It's choice. almost as though this challenge was never meant to be won by a... <laughs> it's almost as though this challenge was never meant to be won by a... 
and now they've re reset the scale. Yeah. The fact as well that a week, what a coincidence mm. that a week after Julia Jenkins gets pulled out of the competition, a competition where there's no loser happens, thus equaling out the amount of episodes that will play out. That didn't even occur to me, but that genuinely didn't occur to me. But that's exactly, because I'm not going to lie, when they said all three of you are still here, I went, oh my God, yay, they're prolonging this. (laughs) That means more episodes. More episodes. Chef, I'm loving this. Um, But no, what you've just said then makes perfect sense. I don't think that they ever planned on having Julia... Jenkins, if anybody, win. But um, that twist, that twist of no one loses, you're all staying. Mm. I, that's something that reality shows can't overuse. No. That's one you got to use once. Yeah, of course. If there's ever like. Um, it's reality after all. If there's ever like a version of, um, uh, a version of like uh, uh, America's Next Top Model, but with drag queens. I can't. Have you seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Yeah. Imagine Have you that. seen Tu Wong Fu? Uh, <laughs> tu Wong Fu was a movie that was released very close to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. In with is 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 that the American one with Patrick Patrick Swayze, Swayze Wesley and Snipes, John, and John Leguizamo? Le, John Leguizamo, and it, and it Have wasn't a rip it? off. No, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a rip off. They happened. Okay, this amazing <laughs> thing happened where. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert and Tu Wong Fu were essentially filmed at the same time. Mm. It was a complete coincidence that these two drag movies about drag queens came out at the same time and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert killed it mm. and Tu Wong Fu crashed and burned. And I've seen Tu Wong Fu and it's good. <laughs> is it? But is it is oh, look, Priscilla's it, It's like good because beautiful. it's Patrick Swayze. And John Leguizamo is one Snipes. of my favourite actors and John Leguizamo, yeah. He's one of my favourite actors in the world. He's an incredible character actor, like, isn't he? And Robin Williams has a cameo in Tu Wong Does Fu. He? Yeah. And, um, Have you seen and, Mario And what's her Brothers? name? What's the woman who played Rizzo in Greece? Stock- Stockard Channing. She's in it. Wow. Yeah. It's got, like, a nice little lineup. I and RuPaul is in it at the end. And yet that crashed who? and burned. RuPaul, who's um, – <laughs> no, RuPaul is a somewhat famous drag queen in 2009. No, I, yeah, I, I think I remember her. She did the She was um, in the Brady the Bunch. Yep. Shantae. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Shantae. Yeah. Just, um, but then – so Tu Wong Fu with Robin Williams and Patrick Swayze and RuPaul crashed and burned, but Guy Pierce dancing on a bus in the Australian desert mm-hmm. – did quite beautiful well. piece of Australian cinema. Did quite well. Anyway, if they were able to do a show like that, they couldn't do that every season because it would get old. Absolutely. So basically Chris lost um, to the professional chef, although it was a very close close call in the end, I'm sure. Um, Mish, and that's it. Mish, uh, we tried to – I've been conscious of the fact that these podcasts are going for an hour. Yeah. We tried to do this one in half an hour. It's now 52 minutes. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> you know what? If you're listening, yeah, good if, look, for you. If you've gotten this far, thank you. Yeah. Um, I would like to do just a couple of quick shout outs to people who have made us fa- fan art. Yes. That has been an absolute highlight of my week. I don't think, you, I, please don't underestimate how insanely dull my life is. <laughs> so <laughs> when you when you send me fan art, I have a come. It's beautiful. Um, someone started a um, fan page on Facebook. 
called the Columbara Socialist Party. That's funny. Um, so there's that as well. People I'm not just... even privy to that. That's fantastic. It's just happening. Yeah. The buzz for MasterChef is bubbling away. It's now the fifth most popular show on television. Yeah, but beyond that, the buzz for this podcast, I is, think. I mean, we're just riding this wave. Yeah, I'm loving we're, this. I... Uh, I don't want to say too much. I don't know how much we're allowed to say at this point, but there's a chance uh, that there could be a print media spin-off of this podcast. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Again, we can't say anything, mm. um, we're, but but there have been a few letters that have been sent back <laughs> and forth about this. And uh, um, yeah. we've recently sent off our reply, so they'll receive that in seven to ten business days. <laughs> Um, once they've once they've received it, they've written their letter back, gone to Australia Post, posted the letter. We will then receive a response again we, of in course, seven to ten business days. Are sending our letters via courier pigeon. Yep, because it's two thousand and nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll keep you updated and keep you posted on that as well. World War Two is happening. <laughs> Because it's 2009. Fingers crossed as a female, I'll be able to vote soon because it's, it's 2009. 2009. I've just got to say I'm a little bit uh, – do you know what movie I'm really excited for? They're making a movie of Mario Brothers starring John Leguizamo. <laughs> so good. It's going to be good. Um, please leave a uh, comment on what your favourite John Leguizamo film is. Yes, that's great. Then we'll know, hashtag – my favourite John Leguizamo movie is... Or hashtag John Leguizamo for MasterChef. Yeah, good. I think that's a that's an easier one. That's an easier one. So um, um, the hashtag for this week is hashtag John Leguizamo for MasterChef. Let's get it trending. Let's get it trending, guys. <laughs> um, if you have any friends that you think might like this podcast, tell them to start on episode three. 100%. We were finding our feet on one and two. I was looking at the numbers the other day and there's a drop off after one. <laughs> because I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Zach from Auntie Donna, let's have a listen. Then they listen to it and They're Auntie like, Donna is, is going to crash and burn soon if people keep listening to episode I, one I feel of like podcast. people are listening to this podcast going, it's almost like these cunts are doing this for no one but themselves. You would think that. And the reason you would probably think that is that is absolutely why we chose to do this. Why are you listening? What are you doing? Someone stopped me on the street. This is a true story. This beautiful couple stopped me on the street the other night to tell me how much they enjoy this podcast. I wanted to hug them and tell them there are better... Do you know the funniest layer of all of this is I wouldn't listen to this No, I, I, str- I have to listen back to it often to make sure that we didn't say anything inappropriate or that yeah. we didn't, like, you know, p- personal details or whatever. And listening back to it is painful. Like, what are you doing? doing? Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 